It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Deion Sanders recently called out his team and how much they love football. And his star player, Travis Hunter, had quite the response. You are Locked On Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Bus. I am your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode of Lockdown Bus is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. On today's episode of Lockdown Bus, which we're brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every single day for free. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're here every single day dropping amazing content i think i'm talking about all things that are happening in coach prime and colorado and obviously now the steam has kind of fizzled from colorado and they got punched in the mouth on friday they had a sorry I had to fix the hair there little hair stand up they had an issue with stanford where they're up by 29 and then all of a sudden they come into the second half and they give up 26 unanswered points the defense is getting torched the offense can't get anything going and Colorado loses the game, and it's super embarrassing. It was viewed by 3.3 million people, which for a Friday night game at ESPN was their most viewed game since 2018. So a lot of people were watching that game, and they flat out got embarrassed on national television. And so that means it's Colorado's third loss in four games. They lost to Oregon, USC, and now um, Stanford after beating Arizona State uh, the week prior. And after the game, Coach Prime... He was very upset, you could tell, and I think he had a lot of things to say, and I think he kind of held back a little bit, but I also think it was out of respect for his team and out of respect for maybe himself and the staff where he didn't just unleash because I feel like he had a lot to say, and we didn't really get much, but he did say enough to where it kind of causes you to question the players that Colorado brought in. Are Do they have a cultural problem? Do they have a problem of just not caring about anything besides themselves and kind of the hype? Because... Coach Prime after the game was questioning how much they love the game, how much they love college football. And he was kind of saying that he can't be the only one that loves the game. And he wishes he just wants them to match their energy. And so Travis Hunter, the best player on Colorado, who had a pretty rough game on defense uh, against Alec Iomanner alone, he gave up seven catches for over 130 yards. And on offense, he had two touchdown catches, but those were kind of erased by what was a disaster that was the second half. And so, he has a weekly show with Bleach Report, a weekly stream, and he talked about Coach Prime's comments. He says, stuff like that makes you get to second guessing. Do you love this game or do you just like it? Do you like to play it because it's fun? And I get what he's saying right there, man. He says, you got to love the game to go out there and put your body on the line every day. I love the game. I'm going to go out there and dominate every chance I get. doesn't matter if I'm rusty, ready to go. I'm going out there to play. Give it my best. I know a lot of players on the team love the game, but we got to show more. And so... What that's telling for me is realistically, there's two possibilities. One, these guys, a lot of these players, now this isn't to say Travis Hunter's this way. I don't think he is. He honestly wanted to come back a week after lacerating his liver. So I think he's got that needs to play the game mentality. But I think some of these guys transferred in and were just happy to be at a Power Five program and happy to play for Deion Sanders. They were happy to be with on the team. 
that is getting so much attention and that's all they really wanted. They get to play football along the way. It's cool. It's dandy, whatever. And I think that's a bit a major case for a lot of these guys. We've seen coach prime kind of talk about the effort that they're getting out of these players. Their practices have been bad. Their effort levels, they're showing up to meetings or whatever, maybe not great. And so that's not something you want to hear year one. That's not something you want to hear. Um, because a lot of people, and this is a funny part, or I guess the ironic part about coach prime's transfer portal method is unless these kids graduate, none of them are leaving. It's just, it is what it is because for them to leave, they either have to be graduates for them to leave and be eligible. Let me put preface that for them to be leave, to leave and be eligible. They have to graduate. So for some of these guys that transferred in as sophomores and they're not graduated, why would they transfer out so they could sit a, a whole other year, lose a year of eligibility or whatever, and not play at their next stop right away? That's not going to happen. So Coach Prime, for the most part, has what he has, and he needs to build it from within while adding recruits and maybe other transfers. But that's kind of the, the ironic part, the tough part about building through the portal is you know the what in theory what you're getting from these players. Like you look at a guy like Jordan Dominic, for example, had some production at Arkansas. You would think that it would transfer over to Colorado. Derek McClendon, same thing. Had some production at Florida State. You think it would translate over at Colorado. Um, who's another guy that I'm these aren't to single them. Like they're they're doing fine. It's just like these guys are they are what they are. Like some of these some of them have done well, some of them haven't. Travis J transfers in for Florida State, kind of was a scout team player, and now he's doing all right, kind of as a rotational piece. Trevor Woods is a guy who was at Colorado and he's kind of been one of the mainstays in the secondary. Miles Slusher has had some decent time at Colorado after playing well at Arkansas. And then there's the offensive line. You bring in four or five different transfers and the offensive line is the worst unit in the country. These guys probably aren't leaving unless they graduate. So they kind of got to deal with it. It is what it is. And so I think there's, like I said, that first group where it's just like, they're just happy to be here, whatever it may be. And then there's a second group that got complacent and kind of got, I don't know, they got caught up in the buzz. And I think it's easier said than done to not get caught up in the buzz. I mean, ESPN and Big Noon Kickoff were at every game. College game day went to their game. They were constantly being written about. There was articles nonstop, videos nonstop. Everybody was interested in Colorado. Everybody's talking about the buffs. And then they go out and get embarrassed three times. Because I would say all three of their losses were somewhat embarrassing in, in one way or another. And so now it's like these guys got caught up in the, the buzz so much that now they lost the what was the goal at hand. They lost sight of the goal and that was to win games and that was to uh, help turn this program around. And now they're kind of like in this in between a rock and a hard place because Coach Prime is like, do you guys even love football? Do you guys want to be here? Like, what is the deal? And I think a lot of these problems come from all the attention they got and some of these guys not knowing how to handle that attention. Excuse me. And so Colorado kind of finds himself in a mess of what do we do now to make sure that we are not going to continue to fall into this trap because if Colorado doesn't turn things around, this season could get really ugly. Uh, I think worst case scenario, and this is, this is like everything goes bad. Like, the offensive line continues to be terrible. They continue to be the most penalized team in the country. Their defense can't stop anybody. Realistically, this Colorado team can lose their last one, two, three, four, five games, and they could finish the year uh, four and eight. Like that is a great possibility. UCLA has a good defense. They can run the ball. Oregon state can run the ball 
frisky defense. Pretty, I think it's a top 50 defense. Arizona, they could keep up with Colorado scoring-wise. They put up points all the time, especially with uh, no Fafida. I think it's Fafida or Fafida at quarterback. Um, he's been doing well. And then you got Washington State. They could huck the ball over the field. They could keep up. They're a ranked team. They've shown um, just how good they could be. And then Utah, physical team that could run the ball, good defense. So none of these teams, like Arizona and Washington State, are the ones that they match up best against. But they could lose all these games if they don't turn things around. And if they, lo- if they lose all these games, Colorado will go from being like America's team to America's laughingstock if they don't figure it out quickly. And that it's a harsh reality, but they have a steep uphill battle. Uh, I th- I said prior to the season that six and six was my record prediction. And that is, this is the final stretch where it's like, this is going to happen. Like, obviously it's going to be determined, but this final stretch is going to be pivotal. And not only the team chemistry this year, but what this program looks like in years to follow, because just as easy as getting buzz and like attracting top recruits, top recruits are also, I guess, hesitant to go to programs that collapse as quickly as Colorado appears to be collapsing, which is, uh, quite the sight. By the way, this episode of Locked on Bus is brought to you by our sponsors over at Jace Medical. Let me tell you a little bit about Jace Medical. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that, tra- that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You could customize your case and additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Let me tell you a little bit more. Um, You get ongoing care from physicians or any treatment-related questions and doctor-created and doctor-recommended antibiotics. Don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy, medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. So if you want to get a Jace case, go to, let me see, go to jacemedical.com slash locked on. Again, that's jacemedical.com and enter code locked on for at checkout for $20 off. That's promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at jacemedical, J-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com. This episode of Locked on Bus is also brought to you by our sponsors over at FanDuel. Having a tough day today. Okay. Snap into the NFL action this season with NFL with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. You can use it on the spread, the player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Welcome back. We are talking about the lovely Colorado Buffaloes and where they are and kind of what these past month, this, I, I would say, I was gonna say the past couple weeks, but we'll say the past month has served as it's been a reality check. It's been a come down from a fall from grace, if you will. And I think I won't say they needed it because obviously they kept winning. There's no issue, but this team was way too caught up in all the buzz they were getting. I think Shadur Sanders, for instance, uh, the watch thing became a, it was cool while they were winning. And now that they're, they are not, it's like a, 
oh, what is his problem? Like, is he above, does he think he's better than the program? That social media thing, is he above the program? Is he more than the team himself? Is he like more important than everybody? I don't think that's what he's intending to do. I think it's cool that he has the watch celebration. I think it has some swagger, some fun. But when you're losing, everything around you, everything that you do is magnified by 100, magnified by 1,000 maybe. Because when you're losing, every single thing that you do is factored into why you're losing. So if the team is posting videos, like obviously well off is always posting videos, and they're joking around at practice. Everybody sees them joking around at practice, and they're like, oh, look at Colorado joking after losing three out of their last four. Look at Colorado joking after going one and three in their first Pac-12 games. Like, I don't think this was – like, if you ask Coach Prime if he wanted to lose these games, he'd say no. Every coach would want to say no. But I think this is a learning moment for this team. I think it's a moment where they're kind of going to have to come together and figure out what exactly makes them tick, what exactly they can fix. Because there's some things on this team – like, the offensive line, I don't think there's a, a way to fix it this year. Like, there's just – this unit is what they are. These guys are what they are. They can improve from this year to next. This experience can help them out. But at the end of the day, I fully expect Coach Prime to try to replace all five, or at least three out of the five. The running game, there's nothing against the running backs. It's just they haven't been able – they haven't been utilized properly, and they haven't produced when they are used. And I just don't think the run game is going to become a factor. If it does, great, because that could help them out. But if the run game is not a factor, it doesn't surprise me. Defensively. Penalties, mental errors, nonstop, every single game. This, these few weeks serve as a time to figure out how to prevent that. I think Charles Kelly is a great football coach. He knows a lot about football, but his unit is struggling. His unit needs him to figure out how to put them in better situations because I think right now, these players, specifically on defense, don't have the wherewithal to kind of figure out how to help themselves. Like, I think it's it's partially on them. It's partially on the coaches for the legal substitution stuff. But the missed tackles, the penalties after the play, all of this stuff just is piling up on each other. And if I'm Colorado, if I'm Coach Prime, I put together a clip of – I would honestly, the Stanford game is a perfect clip because you saw them at their best holding Stanford to – like it was 115 yards of offense and then zero points in the first half. And then defense or offensively, they were throwing up – 29 points and they had like it could have been more too and they had like 360 ish yards of offense or 320 yards of offense i show them the first half and i'm like this is what we look like when we are operating at full speed we are operating at when we're paying attention to detail and when we actually give a you know what about what we're doing and then i would make them watch the second half three times over because this is what it looks like when we take the foot take our foot off the gas pedal this is what it looks like when we lose focus mentally and we're committing penalties and we're missing assignments, missing blocks, missing tackles, this is what we look like at our worst. And this is what we look like at our best. And obviously we've seen call out their best a lot, but when we see them at their worst, it obviously is not great at all, which I mean, no one is, but it's preventable. A lot of their issues are preventable. There's teams that are simply just out there and they're bad. There's bad football teams out there where it's like they're bad because they're inexperienced. They're just, they don't have the talent level they they need. They don't have the coaching they need. Colorado has talent. They have coaching, and some of these guys have experience. It's a matter of putting it all together and making sure that they are bought in, focused, and want to win. 
because that is currently what's holding them back. I think it's their their drive and kind of their their effort level on certain plays, certain things, and it's obviously affecting them. And so they have a they could have what they say a real come to Jesus moment this week, and even next week ahead of the UCLA game, because it is going to get ugly if they don't figure things out. And then Coach Prime talked about this in the video where he called the they're showing against Stanford in the second half pathetic. He said, you're going to feel the wrath on social media. And a lot of people are like, why does he care about telling them about social media? Oh, he's caring about clicks. He realizes how important social media is, how important clout, how important st- excuse me, status is. And right now, their status is in the mud. Right now, their reputation is in the mud. So if these guys feel, if that's what motivates them, like it's not the best thing because obviously you'd want you would want being great at football to motivate them. But if one of the things that motivates them is you guys are about to get absolutely dragged, then Coach Prime knows what he's doing. He knows how to communicate with his team, and I think that's why it helps that he's so in touch with, I guess, what players are into nowadays. Because most coaches don't care about what social media has to say, but I don't think Coach Prime does either. I think he just knows that they care. And if they want to not be roasted constantly on social media or constantly on YouTube videos, that's how they fix that. This episode of Locked on Buffs is also brought to you by our sponsors over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and leave it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on, so find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Okay, to conclude the show, I'm going to be talking about what we learned about Colorado and what we've kind of learned thus far. We've learned a lot. I think when they're at their best, they are a really good team. I, I at one point said they could win eight or nine games, and that was me looking at them performing at their best. Their offense was making huge plays. Their defense was forcing big turnovers, timely turnovers. Obviously, you can't count on that every game, and I think that's one of their defense's biggest issues is that they're so big play dependent that it hurts them and when they don't get any. And so we learned they're big play dependent on offense and defense. We learned that offensively they're, they have major flaws because it is Shadur Sanders or nothing. It is Shadur Sanders, throw for five, 450 yards and five touchdowns, or we're going to struggle. And that's not sustainable. I've talked about it before. We've learned that this team – is not as, I guess, I don't know what we expected in a sense. Coach Prime brings in all these guys from all these programs, and every player has a reason for transferring. They weren't playing. They weren't a culture fit. 
they weren't um, close enough to home, whatever it may be. Every player transferred for a reason. But when you bring in 50 new players with a new environment, a new culture that's still like in the works, I think that's a lot to battle against. And I don't know if I would consider the overall transfer class a success. I would consider some of the guys a success. But I think we learned that a roster fully made up of transfers may not be the, the way to do it. Because you could say, oh, well, they just need to go in the portal and get better offense linemen, better defense linemen, and they'll be fine. Which is true. Because there are every every year there's like a handful of guys that are game changers. And it's like those guys can maybe be the difference for our program. But Colorado needs, we'll say, 10 players on the offensive line and the defensive line combined. They need 10 players that can come in and be not only just good quality starters, they need them to be difference makers. And I don't think that's out there in the portal. I think they need to rely more on development. I think this was a quick fix for a long-term problem, and I don't think it's going to be fixed quickly. I think that's what we've learned thus far. Uh, they could prove me wrong in the, ne the next few weeks, but I think the solution to use a transfer portal like this is flawed. I don't know if it, we would consider it a success. Uh, right now, I would say it's not. I'd say there's positive aspects to it, like the skill position players, great. Their wide receivers, great. Quarterback, great. Tight ends, they obviously got City Troy, who didn't play, but they showed the ability to get tight end talent. Uh, and it's been Mikey Harrison, of all people, who was already on the team. So they've corners, safeties, they've done decent. The trenches, though, the linebackers. I don't. I wouldn't consider it a success. I think they have talented individuals that are figuring things out, and I think we've learned that this team has a long way to go. And I think we've learned that Coach Prime is going to have a unique challenge at his hand. This may be his biggest challenge yet as a coach um, at any level, and I think that we're going to learn a lot about this program in the coming weeks. And it may be good. It may be great. It also may be terrible. And so just buckle up, follow along here at Locked on Buffs. Comment below what you think you've learned about this Colorado team in the coming weeks. And I will kind of go over those in the coming days. I appreciate you guys for making Locked on Buffs your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will see you guys tomorrow. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.